What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Outlook Group Sports Podcast. Alongside Kevin A, I'm your host, Noah Christopher. Episode 7! That's right, episode 7. We're on episode 7 already. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna start to shorten the episodes a bit just to uh keep you guys interested. So interested. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got <laughs> we got a couple things to talk about today. Uh mainly the NHL and the NBA. Um we got the all-star game gone in the NBA. We got some Leafs talk to talk about. And and the one highlight to uh, just kick it off here, Tiger Woods was seriously injured in a car crash. It was revealed today. Um, there are pictures online of the car. It looks like it's pretty in, it's in pretty rough shape. Oh yeah, it. Uh, he's lucky to be alive, is what the sheriff said. So, but it's, it's, it's unclear he... what happened. Um, I know that he has apparent leg injuries, and he had been he has been operated on on those leg injuries. Also, having a back surgery not too long ago in hopes of making a comeback in time for the masters. So that's not looking too great for tiger woods right now. Who knows what happened, but we wish him the best. Obviously it's good that he's alive though. So, well, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, uh, onto the NHL, um, who had the best look of the Lake Tahoe weekend? We had David Pasternak with the Barbie goal pump up. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. The pink sunglasses, in the pre-warm-up, uh, gritty and his snowboard outfit with the gritty board. He can't forget about the gritty board. That just adds to the outfit. Grubauer and his sunglasses. I know you like this one. I do. It's it's not much, but it, it's, it's just, simple it's so and good. it's still funny. Like it's great. <laughs> and uh, Connor Clifton and Stephen Camper of the Boston Bruins were wearing Mighty Ducks jerseys. So I think it's the obvious pick. I'm going Grubauer. Just with the glasses, I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> Gritty's always entertaining, but you have to go Grubauer, I think, too. For me, it's it's uh, Pasternak was interesting actually as well. But uh, <laughs> next was good. Just the whole goalie mask with the sunglasses on, I loved it. I was gonna if say I though, go before MVP. that game, I was surprised there was not more. Like they didn't create players were interested in getting more like sunglasses because it was must have been so bright there, and obviously the sun was shining, so that caused a huge delay. In the game, delayed the game for over eight hours, one of the longest delays in NHL history. It is, and uh, I end up watching the rest of the game later on at night. It was so when did game. when did that pick back up? At what time? Mm, for us, midnight Eastern time, midnight Eastern time for us around here. Yeah, but if I were to give MVP to Lake Tahoe, I'd give it to Pasternak. He got a hat trick. So those uh, pink sunglasses pumped him up pretty well. For sure. Leafs talk on Saturday. They had a big win against Montreal. The second period in particular was very entertaining. Leafs starting off on the power play um, and then getting two quick goals. Power play looking like it was a complete failure and then getting two quick goals. And then the first four goals of that game were just absolutely gorgeous. Um, it was tied 2-2. Both, both goals scored by Leafs and the Canadians. All very pretty goals. Uh, that was an entertaining game to watch if you saw it. Leafs, Leafs uh, coming out with the win there. Big win. Um, and then obviously the loss to Calgary Flames was just frustrating if anyone watched that game. Obviously, you could tell the Leafs were frustrated because they're missing Anderson. Anderson going out with an injury um, in the morning after the morning skate. I heard um, about that. Muzzin with a broken bone in his face somewhere. A uh, facial injury, yeah. Yeah, and then Thornton's out, Simmons still out, Hyman goes out after a block shot the game prior, and of course Jack Campbell's still out. So starting Michael Hutchinson, Michael Hutchinson didn't play terrible. No, he didn't play terrible, and the thing, though, know, like, yeah, they lose to the Flames, but, like, the Leafs have been hot, so you can't win them all. 
that's what I see it as. So if you're a Leafs fan, just brush it off. You'll you'll probably go on another win streak in the anytime soon. And uh, Matthew's scoring streak comes to an end though, after being shut out, obviously. But I gotta say, Matthews is probably gonna win the Maurice Richard Trophy. It's a pretty good call. See, you heard it here first. I mm, like I said, easiest division in, in the whole league. It's not the easiest division. Every division has division. their difficulties. They're all pretty even. Anthony Stewart said he's, it too. Anyone who watches TSA. the North Division's easiest, but it's okay. Um, Anthony Stewart doesn't know a single thing what he's talking about. Um, but Matthew's scoring streak uh, came to an end. But like I said, I think he's probably going to win the Maurice Richard Trophy. And once Ovi does retire, Matthews is going to be like the next Ovi. You think he's so? Gonna eh? be the next, he's going to be the next guy to score. Like him and Patrick Laine saying, like, oh, wait till next year. I'm going to be so good. No. You're all talk. Matthews Not is if way he's more playing humble. For torts. Exactly. And Matthews is way more humble and he gets it and he finishes way better. If you look at the scoring comparisons to from Matthews to Line, it's not even fair. Matthews is a far much better player than Line in all aspects. So Leafs also picking up recently in a trade, Galchenyuk. Um, obviously a player that has had the last four seasons just go right downhill since leaving Montreal. Um <laughs> Unfortunate for him. Possible revival Leafs, a revival project for the Leafs. Um, so he could be making an appearance soon. I believe the Leafs have to make another trade though to make cap space to be able to add. Where would he fit after. on the team? Where would he fit? I think he fits where uh VC has kind of been also another revival uh project for the Leafs that obviously has not went well. And obviously we need to bring up just in talk in talking about that, we need to bring up how poorly John Tavares has been playing lately. Um, and frankly, Nylander got benched uh, during the Montreal game as well. Was not playing well. Got benched for the last eight minutes of the game. So everyone on that line is just terrible right now. Um, the Leafs are turn- looking a little bit looking like that one line team that they were in 2013. Obviously, much better than that, but same principle. So Gadchenyuk, I think, fits in eventually if he can, like a third, fourth line, maybe. Because I, I actually think if he plays, if he plays to what his potential is, he's playing with Tavares on the second line. Okay, but that that's a lot later, and it's, it, I think Galchenyuk is a like I said a very similar revival project to VC, and VC is not working out right now. It's just not happening. He's playing along the third line right now, Mikhaev and Engvall. Yeah, I honestly, good. I I think Galchenyuk starts on that line somehow. No, he definitely then, fits into yeah. the Leafs. I think at some point, um, but I do see if he was able to reach um, his potential to what he can be again. Then I see him playing with Tavares because he because Galchenyuk at his in his I guess you could say his prime or at least when he was really good on the Canadians is a strong top six. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's top three, but he's top six. I don't want to happen to him, but and Nealon's going downhill. Tavares looking rough. It looks like Tavares. You watch him do interviews. It just looks like he's not happy. Um, (laughs) I mean, I I, I don't understand why he's not happy, but there's something I think going on behind the scenes in terms of. How happy he is with the just with Sheldon Keefe and stuff? Uh, I don't think Sheldon Keefe's a great coach. Oh, I don't. I know either. you have some safety, yeah. And I think a lot of the media and everything's just going to be is leaning towards Matthews because of how good he's doing and Tavares being coming off a great season a couple of seasons ago, right? At like forty something goals, maybe it's getting to him, and he wants to pick it up, but he's not. It's not happening. So, so I think he's just frustrated right now. I miss Tavares playing with Marner. As good as Marner and Matthews are doing together, I do think 
Tavares needs a guy like Marner to play well, especially now that he's into his 30s. But, I mean, he, obviously, Tavares having, I think it was second most goals in the league two seasons yeah, so ago, OV. playing with Marner. Yeah. yeah. So and 41 goals, I believe. If I'm, if I'm that's honest. only two seasons ago, so I don't think that... Like, he just fell off, and I don't know... There's obviously many reasons to that, but maybe throw Thornton on his line. I mean, that, that makes that line a lot slower, though. It really does. I wouldn't um, put Thornton... Thornton has to be Matthews, because they two just have, like, that... Okay, what if, what if you put someone like super speedy Mikheyev up on the second line on the wing with Tavares and Thornton on a second line, and then you throw Nylander up with Marner and Matthews? Yeah, you, you need the speed, you need some balance because the Leafs, like the Leafs, have depth. They just and you know what? They're actually they're missing Wayne Simmons right now. They are. And that, Wayne that Simmons is the help. type of guy you can move up actually to that second line if you really want to, especially the way he's been playing, and hopefully he continues to play that way uh, when he comes back. But we could talk about that for a long time. Um, but yeah, Sheldon Keefe, not a fan of the way, uh, just from know. the get-go, he had a, they had a rough start, and I thought, oh gosh, this guy's in trouble. And they pulled it together, but I still don't like the fact that Keefe coaches in a way that he's relying on that first line. I think that's where some of Tavares's discomfort may come from, and obviously we're just speculating, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something to think about uh, as the Leafs continue to go through the regular season. If they somehow don't make it, past the first round of the playoffs do we i don't think we see keith lose his job but i do think dubis and shanahan are in big jeopardy especially more so dubis but i don't know i think keith loses his job i don't know keith's only coached for like a season and a half right still you might as well get the crap out of there okay who who are you going to get to replace him obviously i guess we don't know yet there's going to be we don't know yet but there's tons of coaches available what about uh gallant the Vegas Gallant, coach. maybe. I know he had some controversy. The NHL is leaving. Uh, Gallant's the only one I would think of. I can't even think of any of the coaches top of my head right now. What about McLean? But he's he's not even that good. McLean did get a Jack Adams award in 2013 with the Senators, obviously. So he's a good coach. He could take over, actually. Uh, I didn't think about that. He could definitely take over as coach reliefs. I don't know if he is the guy to do that, but definitely it's a possibility. Who's the coach that coached Tampa and... The sense is it Guy Boucher? Boucher has not coached in the NHL for a while now. Um, he's been coaching over in uh Europe somewhere, I think, or possibly the KHL. He's been there Guy for Boucher. quite a while. Yeah, you know he he's he was a decent coach, but I he hasn't been back to the NHL in a while. He might be in, he might be back now as an assistant coach, but he's not back yet. I don't think. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not in the NHL right now. But I mean, he could definitely. His last season was 2018-19. He got fired that season. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see him come back maybe, even though. He's okay. Some other news just to add, Mike Babcock now going to be head coach of the University of Saskatchewan. Um, that's where Mike Babcock's that. from. He's taking no salary. Um, obviously, he's going to go back to his roots. Do we see him coaching the NHL again? I think so, but I just don't know when. It depends. On, I mean, if he really likes the job there, I don't see him coaching the NHL ever again. But, I mean, it's not. I'm not saying no to it completely, but if he stays there even like five six years now there's no way but we can move on to the nba though it's not been a chill talk the raptors coming close with the raptors but you know first i gotta say my housemate i mean back in uh at university my housemate's just jamming downstairs so if you hear any of that the mic picks up any of that we are i live in a very musical household 
Maybe a music podcast coming for the Outlook group. Yeah, maybe Outlook group needs to start a music podcast. It's definitely something we need to look into. Maybe, but there's a lot of music going on at all times of the day in this house. Um, yeah, we have to react to the Raptors game. And the Raptors almost were able to take it. another game the 76ers. So very, very close. They obviously had a terrible first quarter. Anyone who watched the game. Man, it was 89-83 and I messaged you and I was like, the Raptors, you know, Boucher because he got the three and I was really Boucher pumped up. I thought, we three, had, yeah. I thought we had the momentum. Powell played a great game. And then Van we Vliet gave up. Vliet had one of those rough ones. Van Vliet did. He had one of those he rough did. ones. We had uh, two back-to-back -back threes against us and I was like, that was it for me. I was like, okay, we lost. Well, then lost. also Van Vliet in putting in jeopardy his um, streak of three-pointers made because he's made a three-pointer in 64 straight games. I believe 63, now 64, um, and did not hit a three until the last two minutes. And he is the has the second highest streak of uh, at least a three-pointer made per game uh, just under Steph, Steph Curry. So something notable, he did save it, but it came real close, and I don't think it's come that close in a while. So... Um, just a side stat uh, to just be aware of if you're a Van Vliet fan. Powell yeah, Raptors, Siakam they, doing good, though. Yep, Siakam doing well, Powell doing well. No Lowry they, again, obviously, he's injured. The um, new reports this morning talking about uh, Raptors being linked to Kristaps Porzingis as Dallas Mavericks look to shop him out, possibly. Whoa, At least they're checking in on trade big. talks. So we could see... It, it, I think what the Raptors need to do is definitely check in with Kyle Lowry. Because Raptors have played phenomenal without him. And as good as Kyle Lowry is, we've discussed before, you kind of have to let him decide what he wants. And if Kyle Lowry has any interest in going to the Mavericks or any interest in being traded, I think you trade Kyle Lowry and Aaron Baines and maybe a, it's, Masai Ujiri won't go for a pick, but maybe you throw one pick, like a first-round pick, and then get a second-round pick back from the Mavericks or do a pick swap. And you go for Porzingis. The thing about Porzingis is he gets injured often, but it might be a worth gamble In to take. long term. Yeah, it might be a worth gamble to take, a worthy gamble to take because they did so well with Kawhi Leonard and load management. I think they could do something similar with Porzingis and be successful considering how successful the Raptors are already without Lowry. The problem with that, sure. Porzingis goes out Baines isn't there anymore, so you're relying on Boucher, but I guess that's the same way it is right now with Baines and Boucher. If Baines was to go yeah. out, then there's just Boucher. So, um, obviously, Porzingis not a center, but he is a power forward. So, I just don't see Lowry. I, if Lowry is the old another team, I just don't see him in that jersey anymore. Any other jersey. I, just, I don't know. It's tough as a Raptors fan, for sure. It's weird. Weirdly enough, I have some weird feeling he could somehow end up in the Clippers uniform. I guess maybe see him in that. I think Talking the most about, likely scenario is he stays with the Raptors and then possibly leaves in free agency or decides to sign another deal to stay, like a one or two year deal. Um, but if he does get traded, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in a Clippers uniform. Talking about a former Raptor, Danny Green, I forgot he was on the 76ers. So when I saw him, I was like, Everybody what? forgot about Danny Green. He doesn't exist anymore. I was like, what? what did, when did he go on the team? Uh, Tobias Harris had a really good night, though 23 points. Indeed. Like was just hitting threes all over the place tonight. It was pretty crazy Milton, to watch. Milton Raptors actually not three. hitting the three, and that's why they lost really in the end. Milton um, hit a clutch three at the end there. Um, you know, we came up short, but it was a solid game, and we've got the we've got the Heat tomorrow at eight, and then we have the Rockets. We have a couple easier games ahead of us sort of well the heat are starting to gain some gain some ground i believe they've won three, three straight now They're jimmy butler balling 
Jimmy Butler Eight. is balling. Just to alert to you, rep basketball fans, Jimmy Butler is back and he's playing. So, They're not the just playing; speed. he's playing. Jimmy Butler is playing. He's 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 been very good. Um, Rockets. I think we should be able to beat the Bulls. Should be able to beat Pistons. We better beat. And then, well, Celtics in March. But and can uh, you believe uh, though? Let's just move on here because can you believe Fred VanVleet did not make the All Star game? Fred VanVleet tenth oh, in fan votes, but looking at how good that. he's been defensively, and he's been the top Raptor. And then we haven't had someone not be on the all in the All Star game from the Raptors since 2013. Uh, I guess Lowry being that... to all of them, and then DeRozan for a couple, and then Siakam uh, also making the All Star game. But I don't know how VanVleet does not make that All Star team. Uh, obviously, Raptors are ov- often overlooked by media, and uh, that's probably what it was, considering the vote is 50% fan vote, 25% media panel, 25% players. Stupid. You would Stop. think players would look to Fred Van Vliet and go, this guy is balling, but apparently, not the case. Another guy, Jean Morant, my man. He finishes sixth. Doesn't even get, an, doesn't even get a reserve. He probably finished seventh, and he just missed out. Stupid. Not yeah, fair to my Memphis sure. Grizzlies. Not fair at all. It's okay, Ja. If you hear this, you're in my All-Star game. I won't be watching the All-Star game, by the way, because Ja's not in it. And A lot of people won't be watching the All-Star game. Now, LeBron James, obviously LeBron one of the faces of the NBA, is saying he's it. not. he has zero excitement towards the all I hope he doesn't game. even take that flight. I hope he goes, like, take a flight to Atlanta or stay in L.A. with my sons. And he stays in L.A. And he just, like, has, like, a viral video. Of him just relaxing in L.A. <laughs> I think somehow LeBron James will end up at the All-Star game. Uh, Anthony Davis obviously injured still. We'll see what happens if he comes back. Otherwise, I believe Silver John Morant will decides. Be in there. Adam John Silver Morant decides who. I don't think so. But Adam Silver would decide who takes over for Davis. Damian Lillard, not a starter. I know you're not a fan of that. That makes no sense to me because Damian Lillard, as we talked about last episode in the sixth episode, check that out if you have not watched it yet. It's still pretty good. It's a good one. Even now, it's a great one. It's a it's a fiery one. Damian Lillard is on my MVP list, and he's on a couple MVP lists of a lot of analysts out there. Why is he not starting? You can Luka Doncic me all you want. The guy's been phenomenal. But you don't start him over Damian Lillard. Also, no disrespect to Steph Curry. Maybe Doncic. I would actually say Steph Curry should not be a starter as good as he's playing over Damian Lillard. Yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say Damian Lillard would be over Steph Curry in my eyes, but... In NBA's eyes, fan vote, media panel players, they want to make him a, a I don't know. You are disrespecting Damian Lillard, the guy who shuts his mouth and goes to work. He should be a starter. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of this whole fan vote, media panel, 25 player percent. They have to do something though. You can't just do fan vote because then you end up. I with, know. Then you end up like guy. You end up with guys like Chris Paul in the All Star game. Who yeah, happens to be reserved. Oh my gosh. I, okay you know what you don't have to get into it because the fans want to see an old man out there it's okay oh come all on chris paul's to balling too though all respect to you but i the nba is changing we're getting new guys in here new players young players there's guys like trey young who are not here devin booker uh jean morant again okay but chris paul's been playing more efficient than devin booker i think okay well devin booker's been injured as well so I'm just saying, I would like to see some more young faces in here, and we're not seeing as much on the, on the west side. Hey, if the Dodgers. old, if the if the vets can hand, if the vets can handle it, and they still have the fans, why not keep them there? 
Look at a sport like tennis. All the guy, all the the big four in tennis. Everyone knows the big four in tennis. Obviously, more so big three now. You look at Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal, all in their mid to late thirties, still killing it on the tour to this day, and they're three of the best of all time. So, ah, I know. you have people like LeBron James in his mid to late thirties, and you have people like Steph Curry in his early thirties, and you and you have like Joel Embiid, like some people that have been in the league for a while now, and obviously KD still balling, like. James Harden, James, like Harden the, James Harden, like the creepy uncle in the NBA is what James Harden is. He's there, obviously, as a reserve. <laughs> Let the old guys uh, play. You know, shout out to my cousin out in New York. Julius Randle made it. I know you're a big fan of Julius Randle, so he'll be happy for that. <laughs> Julius Randle has been playing. He deserves it. He, for no, sure. he deserves it for sure. Absolutely. 100% deserves big it. Shout out to Julius Randle. Uh, fans are actually back in New York stadiums uh, in like arenas. Oh, that's cool. Because Kyrie Irving was uh, giving a big like salute and clap to the fans, and Julius Randall actually had a speech before the game. I don't know what he said. Was Irving still I waving s- socks around and stuff before the game? That's my question. That's my question. No, I think he was just waving around. Like smiling. I'm not. I'm not going to criticize the superstitions. I'm just. I'm just saying. It's okay. It is what it is, but. I'm not. I'm not really too excited for the All Star game, to be honest. And it's pretty dumb what they're doing. I heard that they want to do like the uh, slam dunk contest and like the halftime show, like the halftime mid thing. That's what I, I heard. No idea. I heard something about that. I don't, I don't know. It's very weird what they're doing. They should have just waited. It's what it is. Well, it is what it is. Uh, not much else going on this week, so I think we'll just wrap it up right there. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, you guys can follow us on. Instagram at Outlook Group. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Alongside Kevin, I'm your host, Noah Christopher. Take care.